Thanks for tuning in to Babe Let's Talk with Maya and Ian Gardner. Being parents of six children and married for over 18 years, our hope is to give a refreshing perspective on hot topics and trending questions within relationships. We hope you enjoyed today's conversation. All right, and we're back with another episode of Babe Let's Talk. Hey. (laughs) So today... We are talking about separation anxiety. Oh, man. Within your marriage. Yes, it does exist. For everyone, maybe not. But separation anxiety slash identity crisis. You know how when you first get married and you do everything together. Oh, I know. I know. And then you start to grow and your careers grow and you like separate, you like different things. You realize you like things that your spouse doesn't like and you begin to have a family and all these other factors come into play. And you realize, you know what, I need some me time. Or maybe your job calls for you to be away from your spouse for a certain amount of time. We actually have to deal with separation anxiety. Yes. Um, you want to share any of your experience? Well, yeah, I do want to share something <laughs> on this topic. <laughs> Just thinking about how there was a time where you would always tell me, man, I remember you were so confident. Mm-hmm. A lot of times when I was in college, you just loved my confidence. Mm-hmm. You also didn't like my confidence, but you it's like it was like no. love hate relationship no, no. with my Correction. Conf- I didn't like your cockiness. I was never cocky. Yes, Always you were. Confident. No, no. There was a difference. No. <laughs> yes, was, there was no. a clear difference. <laughs> but something that was attractive to you was how confident I was in myself. Mm-hmm. And then in our marriage, you started to notice how I wasn't as confident mm-hmm. in certain things that I would I was when we first met. Mm-hmm. I wasn't as vocal and verbal, sharing certain aspects and exuding that confidence in what I was doing. Mm-hmm. I remember having that conversation and you were like, man, I want you to be the confident version of yourself again. Mm-hmm. And when you said it, I was kind of like taken aback because I'm like... I don't know that person no more. Mm. Like, and it wasn't just you. I noticed a lot of people that knew me in my past mm-hmm. will bring up the same thing. Um, but also in marriage, being so reliant on you mm-hmm. and spending all our time and energy and in our even having our businesses to yeah. get like, together, everything was with you. Yeah. That who I was was becoming was being covered up mm-hmm. so it's like when I can't identify who I am apart from who you are mm-hmm. I'm insecure I'm not confident Yeah. so that's when the anxiety would appear that's when the stress would appear that's when the frustrations would, would come up mm-hmm. because my comfort zone was in your presence right. my comfort zone was in your validation mm-hmm. Um, whereas before I, and you know, this, I needed nobody's validation. No, like whatever I said, that was my word. That's what you believed. And and that was that. My opinion Mm -hmm. was, was gold. Yeah. So I'm like dealing with this, these growing pains of being connected 
to you then and also being connected to God and almost feeling like who I was wasn't who God wanted me to be. Mm -hmm. So all the things that was appreciated by everyone when I was growing up, I felt that God didn't like that about me. Mm -hmm. So I felt I had to change who I was to be appealing to not only to God, but to you and the world. Yeah. So because of that, because of not feeling, being able to accept who I was, I hid behind our relationship. Mm-hmm. I found I found my comfort zone in not having to deal with that situation of losing my confidence. Yeah. And when you walked away, it was like almost like now I'm I'm exposed mm-hmm. because now you're walking in your power, doing whatever you want to do. But now I'm exposed, and I'm like, what am I supposed to be doing? Yeah. So that's kind of where my separation anxiety came from was the fact you are in my comfort zone yeah you're my wall you're you're the thing that keeps everything out Mm -hmm. and allows me to just be who i am because when i'm with you i can be my i will be myself right so that's kind of where my separation anxiety came from not when you weren't around i think that that happens a lot of times in marriage because when you get married you hear it from everybody Oh, can't do what you want to do anymore now. Like, you got to compromise. Like, so getting married, especially when we got married, we were so young. Um, Other people's opinions um, and ideas and thoughts about marriage would sometimes, for me, seep in to what I thought marriage was supposed to be. Because I'm like, oh, well, they've been married. They know what it takes to make a marriage work. Like, I should listen to them. They're wise in this area. So, learning to make all of our decisions together and everything that we did everywhere that we went was a was now a decision that we made together yeah so moving to that and thinking that that's where our our marriage had to be I started to neglect my own opinion and it was just kind of like I mean of course it would weigh somewhat on what we did Um, but I know for me, I definitely experienced separation anxiety because we got married at a young age and it was a time where everybody really didn't understand why we were getting married. We didn't have a huge formal wedding. We just went downtown. We knew we loved each other. We just wanted to be together. We wanted to do it right then and there. And us against the world pomp and circumstance all of that show stuff was not for us we didn't have to have a big wedding so a lot of people didn't understand and i felt like it was kind of us against the world a lot there were a few people around us who were supportive they knew um but the majority of people around us was like oh my gosh what are they getting married because she's pregnant like what's the problem like they really didn't understand us getting married so in the, the early stages, I felt like it was just us two. So the decisions that we made, I felt like we had to be in it together. Mm-hmm. So I got to a place where we had our first child. We had our son, Aaron, and you were working. And there were times where you had to be away from us. There were things that you had to do without us. And I felt that separation anxiety. Mm. I felt like, oh my God, like, okay, well, 
Ian's gone, but this person has a birthday party. Should I go? Should I, shouldn't I go? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it was really simple decisions that you would think, why do you need your husband around to make this decision? Yeah. Why do you need his input? But like I said, we had gotten to the place where we made every single decision together that making decisions on my own was scary for me. I didn't even like being alone. Yeah. I hated when you went to work. I, if you went to work and I could go to my mom's house because we had one car then, I think. Yeah. And it was like, drop me off to my mom's or I would ask my mom to come get me because I did not want to be alone. I couldn't handle it. Everything mm-hmm. that we did was together. And like you said, it brought, you were my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. So you being away physically <laughs> had an impact on me as well as, you know, emotionally and mentally making decisions on my own, what to cook for dinner. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that was such a big deal at one point in time because I'm like, I want to make what he wants to eat. I want us both to be happy when we're eating dinner. So I just want spaghetti every I, single day. I had to have your opinion. <laughs> it was like me looking back now. Or if somebody else was going through that at this time, I would look like, man, have a backbone. Just make the decision. Yeah. Like, don't worry about it. It's not that big a deal. But then for me, it was such a huge idea. And, it was such a huge thing. You saying that makes me think about how it's so important for us to have compassion on people yeah. through the process. Because mm-hmm. we've been through so many peaks and valleys mm-hmm. where those experiences... If you're from the outside looking in, you can be like, man, yeah. why is he, why doesn't he have any confidence? Yeah. Like, dude, just be confident mm-hmm. in who you are. This is who you are. Yeah. You have to learn how to be that, that way. Yeah. And I think that, like you said, when we got married, we were putting ourselves almost in our own little bubble. We were in a bubble. Felt like and it a lot of times. Not having a lot of help on the outside mm-hmm. pushed us closer. Yeah. So closer and put us in a position where it was making decisions on our own. Cause if we, if we made decisions at that time in isolation, like we would fail, mm-hmm. like we wouldn't be able to pay our rent. Like mm-hmm. our, our, our bills wouldn't get paid. We were so dependent on one another. Yeah. And we were so dependent on each other to survive. Mm-hmm. We were more so surviving than thriving in our marriage. Mm-hmm. Like we weren't really growing as far as knowing who we are. Mm-hmm. We were just in survival mode. Like, yeah, we might go out to the movies, might go out on a date, but really we're just trying to make it. Yeah. We, we're, not, we're not trying to be what others said our marriage would be. Mm-hmm. We're not trying to fail. Yeah. Like we were more focused on not failing than uh acing the test. Yeah. And in that process, like I said, the confidence that we both brought into our marriage mm-hmm. um, started to fade. Started to fade <laughs> in did. our individual aspect. Yeah. Because we're more confident. We were more confident together. in our marriage together. Yeah. We needed each other to be strong. Mm-hmm. And that's what we were. We were strong in different aspects. Like, I would be strong in one aspect. You're strong in other aspect. So, when we and came together, <laughs> you couldn't beat we're us. We're good. Yeah. But when we're, upset, when we're apart, you're like, hey, Ian, can you do this? Mm-hmm. Uh, I got to see if Maya 
Yeah. What Maya wants to do. Like, I'm not able to make that decision, which is not always a bad thing. It's you not. know, making selfish decisions without considering your spouse isn't a good look. No, and sometimes it's actually healthy. <laughs> you got to be able to have that individuality. You got to be able to stand on your own two feet no matter what. Um, but you had a good word for it. You said code, we were codependent. It yeah. was like, man, separate us and it was catastrophic. Yeah. But we were so dependent on each other. But growing and getting to the place where we realized, okay, we do not have a life or a personality on our own took me kind of looking at myself and saying, man, I, I want that confidence back. I want to be confident in who Maya is because that confidence is what brought us together. That confidence is what made us a great team. It mm-hmm. was just the dependence on being a team is what caused that self-confidence to kind of deplete. Man, it just made me think about <laughs> a basketball analogy mm-hmm. of we are both superstars. Mm-hmm. We join together, but we play like role players mm-hmm. because we don't want to step on the toes of the other person. Mm-hmm. And it reminds me of LeBron when he joined D-Wade. When they first joined together, they are both great in their own right. Mm-hmm. And they're better together than apart, but they didn't win the championship the first year because Dwayne Wade wasn't elevating his game to where it needed to be. Mm -hmm. And LeBron was elevating his game to where he needed to be because they were both deferring to one another. Right. Saying, hey, you be great. Right. No, I, but there's no leader. Yeah. Who's, who's, which one of us is going to be great here? (laughs) And, And, we both came into our marriage very confident mm-hmm. and we were in the same in the same boat where it's like, okay, well, let me consider Ian mm-hmm. instead of just going and attacking it and being the great person that you are mm-hmm. and allowing me to be the great person that I am. Mm-hmm. Like we now that's why we are. We both can inspire each other right. to be great in our own right. Right. But at that time, know how to coexist right. in a way where we both could be great. Mm-hmm. Without making the other person feel like they're not as right, and that's why I, that's why I said too that like other people's ideas and thoughts of marriage had an impact in some ways um, because I thought, oh, this we're supposed to. I can't make a decision on my own anymore because I'm married. Yeah. I have to consider my spouse. Whereas, yeah, that may be the case if you're trying to buy a house. Yeah, but. If you're talking about eating dinner, why do you have to ask him? Like, if he doesn't want what you have, he can get whatever he wants. Yeah. Like, because that's what we would. That's what I would did yeah, before we got married. Exactly. I would just go get my own food. Exactly. But now I'm lazy, and I'm like, you didn't get me nothing I want. Yeah, it's like <laughs> I, I just I felt like I had to consider you, and we had to make every single decision together, and that just wasn't the case. There are there there is one exception. What for both of us? What? Okay. I have to consider you if I go to the store mm-hmm. and I buy drinks. <laughs> if I buy any kind of Kool-Aid, I mean, it could be Kool-Aid, pop, lemonade. juice, lemonade, grape juice. I better come home yeah. and consider you. And the same thing for me. You, you don't go to the donut shop <laughs> and don't give me a couple donuts. 
this got donuts for my kids. Like, I'm going to be really hurt. It, yes, I can go to the donut shop myself. But that's that's just only exception. Yeah, there are some exceptions. <laughs> Do not come in this house with something to drink in your hand and I don't have nothing. Like mm. That's going to be a problem. That's a big problem. <laughs> really big. But we've gotten to the place where we we've learned our and accepted and are embracing. I believe we're still on that journey because I know I am. Um, but we're embracing our individuality again. But at the same time, when it's important... And you'll learn too in your marriage what's important to your spouse and what's not important. Like when I know that I'm dealing with something important, something that's important to you, I will consider you. Yeah. Like you said, if it's important for you to get a donut, I'm going to consider you. I'm going to be like, hey, babe, I'm stopping by Jolly Pirate. What kind mm-hmm. of donut do you want? But if I'm going to the store and I'm getting some hand soap, you know, I probably will just stop by the store. Like I'm not going to be like, hey, is it okay if I go to CVS real quick? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just going to get what I need. But on, in those things that are important to you, and I'm going to consider you. And and that's been a part of the journey, realizing the times where we need to consider each other, where it's not a choice. Yeah, there's, there's going to be some times where you're going to um, be in the front, forefront mm-hmm. of my mind. There's sometimes where you're going to take a back seat because you don't care. Exactly. Like, you don't care if I'm writing a paragraph, if the sentence structure in that paragraph, because you're not writing the book. Mm-hmm. You you have other things you're doing, mm-hmm. you know? So, for me, I can't come to you for every single thing saying, hey, what about this? What about this? I have to be able to stand on my own two feet mm-hmm. when you're away from me. And this is the thing. You have to confront the separation anxiety. Mm-hmm. You have to be honest. I had to be honest with myself that there was an issue. Yeah. There's an issue with me not being able to stand on my own two feet and make a decision without, within confidence. I can, I made decisions, mm-hmm. but I didn't make them with confidence. Yeah. And not being afraid of what you thought about my decision. Mm-hmm. Like you, you make decisions. You, like you might say, I'm going to go out with my friends. You're making that decision in confidence because you know that you you have my so I have you have my support. Yeah. You know that you can make a decision without me saying, No, you're not gonna do that, or I'm or I'm gonna try to sabotage that decision that you that choice that you made mm-hmm. by saying, Hey babe, I need you to stay home because I you have to do this or like I'm not trying to manipulate you out of your choices. Mm-hmm. So you have more confidence that you probably didn't have initially when we got married. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing for me. I make a choice, and this happens a lot early in the marriage. You make a decision, and the other person second guesses your decision. Mm-hmm. Because it's not the decision they would make. Right. But as you get to learn your spouse, you see that that's just how they are. Yeah. And you let them be them. Mm-hmm. And so, it doesn't stop you from being you. Yeah. <laughs> and I, you might still share your opinion, but your opinion doesn't matter as much in those situations because I might know how you are. Yeah. Like, if you put makeup on and you know I'm not really that a big fan of makeup, I'm like, dang, why you got makeup on? You made the decision to put makeup on. Mm-hmm. I might not like it. You know I don't like it. I already expressed it. Mm-hmm. 
but you still go wear it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Cause it, and you're, so you're not going to look for me to say, oh, you're pretty. Right. In those moments. <laughs> if you're coming to me like, how do I look? Mm-hmm. You're probably not going to want to hear what I have to say in those moments because I'm not going to embrace uh, that. Embrace that. Right. I will say for me, you were the one that really pointed out to me uh, or helped me see how I needed to embrace my individuality again. I don't know if you know it or not, but it started, I think, after I had our last child, Bria. My baby. Our baby. (laughs) After I had her, um, we were, there were times where I couldn't go to church, you know, recovering and all of that. And then I started going back to church again. Um, And at that time, I don't think I was working. So it was just, if it wasn't church, I probably wouldn't go nowhere. Um, but there were some times when I started to stay home, I just, I didn't feel like it. And you would take everybody, even the baby. And it would only be maybe a couple hours, a few hours. You guys were right down the street and you, I I don't know if you saw how rejuvenated I was when you guys got back (laughs) or maybe that I got a chance to get some sleep or I don't know what it was, but you actually sent me to a hotel for my birthday one year and I was scared as I don't know what Yeah. because and it sounds silly now but it was a real thing I was just like what am I gonna do all by myself at a hotel and and I would be considering you guys so I'm like well why do I get to go to the hotel and they don't get to go like mm-hmm. and then my kids too oh gosh Mommy, why are you leaving us? Like the guilt trip was girls, them girls was so dude. heavy. Oh my gosh. And it was just like going through with that was like a light bulb. Like, mm. man, I'm going back home. I'm just away from them just for a small amount of time, just overnight. But I'm going back so much stronger, so much more confidence. I and I want to be around them. I want to spend time with them. I want to see their smiling faces. It was like, it was just like a a refresher that I needed. And I I believe you've done it for me every year since then. Have I? I think so. Hmm. And one, one year, I think it was two nights. Um, but that started my journey of realizing that I needed some time for me. I needed some time to just think in my own head, about the things that were important to me without any influence from you or my children, or I just needed some time where I didn't have to consider anybody else. Yeah. And that has been such a game changer for me. And I think that's why so many times I, I try to do that for you. You're not really a big fan of hotels. Like if you just have the house alone, I think you're okay. Um, but cause I, I get that alone time as a writer. Yeah. So I understand once I found my love for writing, my life changed. Mm. My confidence that I used to have is nothing compared to what writing gave me. Mm -hmm. I found my voice. And when you find your voice, you start to realize that in that long time, you can really find that power, the internal power. Mm. That's stuff that I wanted you to have. Because a lot of times you would be at home and there's dreams and things you wanted to do, but you couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. 
because all the responsibilities, the the chores, the things that you saw inside the house. So putting you outside of that environment, away from us, I knew that was hard. And that's why I was such an advocate for my kids not going. Like, no, nobody can go mm-hmm. because it will be all about them. Mm-hmm. But it's more important for you to find who you are as Maya. Mm-hmm. And what does Maya like? What does Maya do? Like, you like to go to these Mexican restaurants. I love Mexican And I have not been to one yet. Oh, gosh. I love Mexican And I think it's because you think I'm going to ruin it. <laughs> I mean, it won't stop me from going. Oh, no. <laughs> I'll tell you that. I'm just cracking up. But it's just finding something that you enjoy and love. I'm so happy when I'm seeing you live in that freedom. When you go out of town without me. It's hard. You know, it's hard to see you leave and be away from me. But it. The thing that makes me happy is knowing that you're happy, mm-hmm. knowing that you're going to have time alone to just rediscover who you are and mm-hmm. and embrace who you are. Like that makes me happy. And uh, same same for you. Like when when you get to learn more about yourself, you get to embrace who you are and discover yourself. Every single time you get that opportunity, it makes me feel good. Because I want to see that. I want you to have that in your life. Mm-hmm. And I will say that just recently for my birthday, my loving, supporting husband sent me all the way to West Palm Beach, Florida. Ooh. And that was that was second level scary for me. Like going It was to traumatizing hotel, for me too. <laughs> going to a hotel here locally overnight is one thing it's like a refresher oh great give me a chance to breathe i can eat what i want i can chill in the bed if i want it doesn't matter but going to a completely different state where you can't just drive and come pick me up and being there for a few days that was a i i was experiencing separation anxiety all over again (laughs) um another level but i knew how important it was for me because of the fear that i felt I'm like, if if that's so having that fear was a red flag for me. And I'm like, I need to get rid of this. I don't need to have this fear or this separation anxiety going out of town for a few days or whatever. So I did it because I knew how important it would be to get over that. And that was, man, that was huge for me too. It was like next level. I just came back like, man, <laughs> What? Why am I letting anything in this world stop me from doing the things that I want to do? Why? There's like, no reason. There's, it's only our thoughts. Mm-hmm. Like We've had a conversation about this before and how the voice in our head, mm-hmm. the negative voice in our head, sometimes isn't our own voice. It's our spouse's voice. Mm-hmm. Like We hear our spouse. Yeah. Even though it's not, it's not you, it's the voice I hear. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh man, maybe I shouldn't do this. Maybe I shouldn't go out. And I think sometimes that voice gets blamed and that's why people get divorced Mm -hmm. because they find their power and like, oh man, I got to get away from that voice. I need to be myself. I need to find who I am. Yeah. And who you are has always been an option. You just never chose that. Yeah. You never taken that power to be who you are because you've been afraid. You've Mm -hmm. been afraid to go against that voice that's in your head. Um, that voice is not the end all be all unless you allow it to be. Mm-hmm. So you going on that trip, 
making that decision to get on that airplane and go and enjoy yourself Mm -hmm. allows you to come back. And I feel like what it did is it took you out of your comfort zone and allowed you to see that the world is bigger than the space that you've been living in. Yeah, absolutely. And now you want to see more of the world. Mm -hmm. You want to do more. And it doesn't have to be away from me. Like we can do it, do it together, but we can also stand on our own two feet. Right. And sometimes Um, you realize um, on the other end, like if I'm the one experiencing separation anxiety, you know, I realized too that you guys have got some things to learn without me being around. Yeah. Like that that's necessary too and it it made me think of a lot of older couples um how a lot of older couples experience their spouse passing away and then it's not long before Mm. they pass away too yeah just from that separation anxiety you spend so much time you don't desire they don't desire to live right it's like okay well (laughs) what am i gonna do without them like um it just made me think of that, that how I believe that that's what a lot of older couples go through um, when they hit, you know, a certain ages. Like, man, what's, what am I still here for? Like, they just, they don't desire to be here anymore. So but. why not make the time? Like, right now, we have each other in our life. Mm-hmm. Why not make the most of it by confronting that separation of anxiety mm-hmm. head on mm-hmm. and saying, I'm not going to let this stop me yeah do both be together and be uh by yourself like embrace both and and (laughs) it makes me think of experience we had where we had a date night and the whole time i'm dealing with separation anxiety because i take you salsa dancing (laughs) i'm like i'm gonna do something that's outside of my comfort zone i'm gonna take my wife salsa dancing uh-huh. and when we get to the place they're like <laughs> you're not allowed to dance with your partner you can't dance with the one you came with find a new partner find someone <laughs> new so now i'm dancing with 25 other women oh my god while my wife is on the other side of the room dance with other men <laughs> you talk about separation anxiety oh my gosh that was that was an experience i'll tell you that i'm like <laughs> Uh, this is the most uncomfortable, but the experience allowed me to see it's okay with being uncomfortable mm-hmm. outside your comfort zone. Yes, you were going to be my comfort zone, and that's all. Like I was already uncomfortable doing the salsa dancing. Yeah, but then now I'm extra uncomfortable because now I, I got <laughs> all, all these women in front of me. <laughs> dancing and talking to me and i'm like man really it just it was this nothing, is not no date night it was nothing like we, what we thought it was gonna be we thought it was gonna be a class full of couples and you learn as a couple but it was not it was like i don't know what it, it was, was like singles night yeah like, it, that's what it felt single like people in that's here. what it felt like because I think it kind of was like a, a happy hour a party afterwards. It was like when they were done Before, with the class. Well, yeah, they're going to have a like a party after the yeah. class. It was like after and the class, were, it was like they turned the lights down. The DJ came. Yeah. It was like you could dance. So we got a, a got a little bit of time to dance. But it was like, let's just go. Let's yeah, spend the rest ready. of our we're time. Out here. <laughs> let's go spend the rest of our time alone. Because it just was not what we thought it was. But like you but said, it, yeah. you learned that. But we had to confront it. Yeah. Like we didn't 
we didn't leave the class just because of the rule mm-hmm. or that them pushing us out outside of our comfort zone. Mm-hmm. We embraced it and we still had a good time. It was yeah. just the fact that we had to realize that we're, we were going to have a good time away from each other. Right. <laughs> Like, and that was so different for me because everything that I did for fun and, and at that time was with you. Right. So to be, you to be on the other side of the room dancing with other men <laughs> and I'm with other women, I'm like, is is this cheating? Like, what, what are we doing? Every time this- we got close, we look at each other <laughs> and give each other a look like, oh my gosh, what are we doing? Because it was kind of like a little circle thing. We were kind of yeah. like going around in a circle. In a circle, yeah. And it was... Change partners every, every like... It's it almost was, like speed dating. Yeah. That's what it felt like. Speed yeah. dating, but you're dancing. Yeah. That's exactly how it felt. <laughs> we What's your out, name? When I got close yeah, to you, I got a ring like... on my hand. Yeah, I got a ring. Don't, don't, don't get too close. Oh, yeah. I'm here, I'm here with my husband over there. <laughs> oh, I don't care. No. <laughs> But, well, I mean, that just goes to show you that you can experience separation anxiety on so many different levels yeah. in different stages in your marriage, whether you've been together for years or you've been together a couple couple months. Like, everybody is going to experience that separation anxiety at some point. Um, but it's important to just recognize that it's there and don't let it stop you. Don't let it, um, don't embrace the anxiety. Push past it and learn what you need to learn from it but push past it and and continue to build the confidence in yourself and in your relationship Um, because both of them are needed you you need like i said it's going to be some things where you do need to do together you need to make that decision together but you also need to continue to embrace who you are as an individual and, and what you bring to the relationship. Yeah. Well, that wraps up another episode of Babe Let's Talk. We are so glad you tuned in. I would love to hear your experiences with separation anxiety, or maybe you just realized after this conversation that you are experiencing separation anxiety. We want to encourage you to push past it and Embrace who you are and embrace yourselves as a couple as well. Visit our website, www.babeletstalk.com. Send us a message. Let us know any other topics you'd love to hear us discuss. Uh, We can't wait to hear from you. See you. See you next time. Bye.
Thanks for listening to the Babe Let's Talk podcast. If you enjoyed our conversation, don't forget to subscribe and leave a five-star rating on iTunes. Visit babeletstalk.com to learn more about our podcast or to submit a question or a topic for future podcasts. Thanks again for tuning in.